na 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 but after that, you go, Batman! Batman! Just keep going an octave higher. Batman! Or lower. Batman! <laughs> Batman! <laughs> Batman! <laughs> oh, God. Um, uh, I heard the new Batman movie is good, though, by the way. Well, that's good. Yeah. Apparently, it's three hours long, though. What are they doing? <laughs> what are they doing? What is this, a Bollywood movie? <laughs> what is this, a Bollywood movie? Yeah, Bollywood movies are three hours long, and the only reason we're able to sit through it is because we have an intermission in the middle. Halfway through the movie, there's an intermission. You leave, mm -hmm. you go get your refills, you go get your defills, and then you come back. <laughs> All right, I'm dead. We're done. <laughs> okay. Yeah, we do. Yeah, yeah. I mean, we used to have intermissions too, but now we don't. Amazing. I mean, I mean, 2001 has an intermission in it. Um, I guess Monty Python and the Holy Grail has an intermission. Ah, uh, yeah, yeah, that one definitely has an intermission. That's true. <laughs> uh, Seven Samurai has an intermission in it. Okay. Yeah, and those aren't even three-hour-long movies. Uh, yeah, I mean, I mean, like again, uh, Ultron. No, no, Ultron. Sorry, um, Endgame was what like that's so almost long. almost like three hours long. I think it was three. That hours movie long. needed an intermission. I wanted to did. go so badly towards <laughs> the end of that movie. Because you're tiny. I'm tiny. Listen, I'm yeah, tiny, man. but I have an iron bladder, and even I couldn't sit through the entirety of Endgame uh, God. without really needing to go use the bathroom afterwards. Oh, uh, yeah. You and I've flown places. Like, I've, I, I, used to, I go to the airport all the time. I know how to hold it. Like, Yeah. Did the Lord of the Rings need an intermission? Was it that long? They're all like three hours long. Oh, I guess so. I've never seen it in the theaters and oh, in one yeah. sitting, remember? So. Oh, I mean that's fine, really. They're kind of they're kind of like you can kind of break up those movies into two parts, really. Yeah. They should have been six movies. <laughs> Just do the Harry Potter series. Oh God. They did break up the last book into two books, so there's eight movies. Yeah, I've, I've never seen the last movies. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. Yeah, and I don't think there's any, like, incentive now to go and watch them oh, anymore. No. I mean, unless you were, like, going to watch it because of, like, if you're going to go watch it to, like, look back at the 
videography, a filmography of some of the actors. Like, I guess. I'd much rather watch Swiss Army Man, though. That's fair. Daniel Radcliffe's done some weird shit after after Harry Potter. He kind of He's did, done yeah, some weird stuff. It is. It's true. Isn't there that one All movie right. he's in where his like where his hands are attached to like two guns? Oh, Guns Akimbo. Yes, that's the one. Yeah. Uh, is that what that's about? Okay. I, I think <laughs> sure. I, I don't. Know. I haven't seen it. I just seen clips because he looks so like wild eyed because he's wearing yeah. like. Like uh, paws, he's wearing like these. Uh, I don't know, like animal suit feet, like shoes, and oh, he's oh, got yeah, and yeah, he's yeah, in his yeah. bathrobe and he's got the guns and he's just got. He's, it's the meme, the weird it's, meme. It's the meme, yeah, it's the meme. Anyway, <laughs> welcome to Hell in a Cell, an animation podcast hosted by me, James. That's Maria over Hi. there. Hi. Yay! We watch an episode of a cartoon, then talk about it. Yeah. Because, I don't know. For the lulls. For the lulls. Should we tell them the news now or at the end? You know what, let's do it now. Let's just do it now. Okay, you go. Okay. You take the reins. Um, so, we uh, sort of after talking a little bit after the last episode, you know, you might have noticed there's no, there aren't two episodes in in, in February, and that's because we've decided to sort of do kind of an episode a month and start that, like, slower uh, process earlier than uh, earlier than the next uh, season so that we have time for other stuff. There's a lot going on, both on my end and James' end. So it just felt better to redistribute the episode load. Uh, but we might have some, like you know, months with two episodes because we are planning to sort of hit 100 episodes this season and um, call it then. Um, just sort of as like a nice round number to end on. It's an accomplishment. It's a, Yeah, it is. It is like 100 episodes. It's not, it's not, it's nothing to sneeze at, which I yeah. just did a, like before recording. <laughs> Yeah. Yep, so that's what we're doing. Yeah. Anyway, we watched Batman, the animated series, season two, episode four, Trial. Original release date, May 16th, 1994. Directed by Dan Reba. Story by Paul Dini and Bruce Tim. Teleplay by Paul Dini. <laughs> teleplay? Yeah, we got a teleplay again. Amazing. Maria, is yeah. this the first? This is the first time you've seen Batman the Animated Series. Uh, no, I'm pretty sure I've seen it before. I just don't remember much of it. Right. Yeah, this is a pretty big cartoon back in the day. Yeah. I mean, it was you know it kicked off the entire uh, DC animated universe for one thing. Mm-hmm. Like this was the progenitor. Uh, of that so there's that um i remember watching it i didn't watch a lot of it when i was a kid because mm-hmm. it wasn't really on 
Really? Like, I mean, this came yeah, out when that's I was kind of, four. Yeah, that's kind of the same thing for me. Like, I'm pretty sure I caught it early, early on. Like, but I was mm-hmm. really young then, so I don't remember much of it now. And then mm-hmm. by the time I grew yeah. old enough to remember cartoons, it was like other things like Kid vs. Cat and Kick Batowski and Phineas and Ferb. <laughs> right. But yeah, I mean, we ha- we do have to thank this for giving us stuff like Justice League and Superman the Animated Series. Pretty much all of the DC shows yeah, that we know I, and love. Yeah, I've seen the Superman one I, a little bit. Um, yeah. I've seen Justice League quite a bit. Mm-hmm. Um, yep. And then Young Justice, which is the best show ever. No, no <laughs> one can change my mind. Um, Even better than Avatar? Well, no, d- like as in DC animated oh, like, okay. yeah, shows. Sure, like there sure. isn't, like right, I can right. go back and watch them all, but I know none of them are going to be better than 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 Young Justice, which no. James hasn't watched, by the way. So, <laughs> dishonor <Nope. laughs> on you, James. Dishonor on you. Dishonor on your cow. <laughs> yeah, no, I know. I I have no excuses. I, I need to go and watch those. Really, I have HBO. Yeah, so you I have can. like all three seasons too. I have four. to go like. Oh, sorry. Wait for. Yes. Yeah, there's yes. four seasons now. Yes. I don't think I've seen the fourth one. Because it's on HBO. Pro- yeah, probably. I mean, I had to like <laughs> beg, borrow, but... steal for uh, the third season. So. <laughs> <laughs> but no, just Young Justice just came out right at the wrong time for me. I think mm. when I when TV was kind of getting turned off, basically. Mm, yeah, I guess that's fair. Being replaced by Netflix, and you know that was the only thing. I mean, the big thing I remember watching back then was trying to watch Korra. Uh, yeah, I guess that makes sense. Which I mean, you know, it's it's the Avatar sequel. You have to watch it, even though it was uh, terrible. <laughs> I mean, animation-wise, it's pretty well done. Considering oh, sure. the amount of like action is oh, sure. in that fuck in that freaking show, like it's very clean. Like I didn't notice it being at all like it, there was no shoddy workmanship here. It was very cleanly done. There's a lot of money put into this. Or effort. Into this or, or Cora? What are you talking about? Oh, I'm talking about sorry, I was talking about Young Justice. Oh, <laughs> You did not make that clear. I'm sorry. I realized like a second later after I said I was like, I'm not even sure if he realizes I'm talking about Young Justice. I meant Young nope. Justice. There's a lot I of good see. animation in that. Okay. Well, maybe we'll watch it before we're done. We should. <laughs> we should, James. Well, we'll see what the schedule's like. Wow. <laughs> oh, God. All right. Um. But anyway, Pat, back to Batman. Batman. But man, uh, Maria, what happened? Okay, so we start this episode with a trial for uh, Poison Ivy. I was going to call her Black Ivy. I don't know why. Uh, Poison Ivy. Cooler name, actually. You know what? Cooler name. Yeah. Uh, like we that. got like We got like a predecessor to Poison Ivy. Her name is Black Ivy. Yeah. <laughs> Anyway, uh-huh. um, uh, what was that? Yes, Poison Ivy. Um, yes. And the there's like a, you know, a defense. There's a def- defense 
attorney? No, attorney. prosecutor. Wait, isn't she the prosecutor? Yeah, no, she's yeah. the prosecutor. Yeah, the prosecutor. Replacement for Harvey Dent. Yes, yes. She she's the prosecutor. There's a prosecutor. Her name's Jenny Von nope. Van nope. Darn. Something wow. Like that. <laughs> Janet Van Dorn. Yes, there we go. Oh <laughs> Jenny Van Dorn. Um wow. anyway. <laughs> wow. Um Anyway, so Van Van Anyway. Van Don Dorn. Dorn. There we Just go. Just call her Janet. Yes. Janet Janet is, is there and she's a hardened prosecutor is gonna put all them criminals in jail, including Batman. Um yeah. because she's she's mad that like because um, Ivy was um, sort of turned in by Batman. They can't like really put her into prison. She has to go to Arkham Asylum, mm-hmm. and she's like, Batman creates these weirdos, and we have to friggin' clean up after this masked vigilante. Um, that dastardly Batman. Yes. Anyway, and she's like sort of talking to the press, and then also to um, Inspector Gordon. Um, and they're sort of in his office when Batman's outside the window with, like, an upside-down crook. She's, like, yelling after him. And then... I'll get you next time, Batman! Basically. And, no, you won't. And yes, then... Yes, I will. And, and then cut to Bruce Wayne on a date with Janet. Of course. <gasps> Shock. Shock, oh, shock of shocks. Audible gasp. Gasp. <gasps> it's so anyway. But that's, they're mortal enemies, but they don't know it. Dun, dun, dun. Anyway, Playboy billionaire, um, not Iron Man, Batman shows up to... <laughs> Better Playboy billionaire, let's be honest. Fair enough, I guess, yeah. yeah I'm yeah. biased. <laughs> I mean, in all fairness, Iron Man did sell weapons and profit off the war in iraq so um he did yes that's hmm at hmm at hmm at hmm um do we are we just forgotten about that whole well bit it's in supposedly the he has like an arc you know he goes from the billionaire billionaire rich boy and then sort of like turns for the better i mean arguably you know comes like a goody goody boy you know like everybody knows tony stark is also iron man whoop-de-doo um (laughs) whoop-de-doo whoop-de-doo um and Uh, then proceeds to like there's a lot we let's not go there okay let's let's not start that because there's if we start there some of the no, same the, things apply to Batman too, I guess. But yeah, we'll talk. The, we'll see if we have time for that. Um, yeah. Anyway, um, midway through, through well, not even the, well. Yeah, they the don't even get starts, to eat anything. Yeah, before before even anything starts, uh, Janet gets called, and then never comes back. She basically ghosted him. <laughs> Oh um, no, she West End Caleb Batman. Yes, exactly. Um <laughs> anyway, and then the bat signal shows up and you know 
Batman dun, finds dun. her glasses and then a note that says, beat me where the justice no work good. Um, what? <laughs> what? <laughs> what? I don't remember the exact words. It's some weird shot at justice and, and yeah, all that. Yeah, it just said it was a, a thinly veiled riddle to get him to go to the courthouse. Yes, yes, it is It is a thinly veiled. Well, I was... That's fine. I was trying Which to be Riddler, funny. Riddler doesn't actually talk in this episode, no, I think. But he's there. Yeah, he's there. He doesn't but talk. But he never says anything. Yeah. <laughs> anyway. Riddler's a weird villain. Anyway, so Riddler... <sighs> wait, no, doesn't he talk, though? No. Oh, no, is it the doesn't. Hatter who talks? Yeah, the Mad Hatter. Oh, the talks Mad Hatter is the one who talks, right? Okay, he's the one who's on the like uh, witness this thing. Yeah, yeah, okay. No, the the jury, Maria, the jury. Well, he gets called too. Yes, he does. Yeah, that's what I'm talking about. <laughs> um, anyway, so he is the uh, yeah he gets you know threatened to come to the courthouse and then gets attacked by. Black Widow, not Black Widow. Why am I saying Black Widow? There we go. Okay, Poison Ivy. Sorry, Black Red Widow's head. there. <laughs> yes. Whoa! Yes, well, it's this a is an ambitious crossover. Uh, <laughs> oh man, Black Widow versus Batman. Who will win? Oh God. Um, they the it's it's this weird like AU where Hawkeye fishes out her body and puts her in that like pool with Rachel Ghoul and oh then, my God. Like, Rachel Ghoul is like, All right, go kill Batman as payment for uh, using my pool and I have saved your life. Now you must kill my mortal enemy. Yeah. And, Batman. And and Black Widow's like comes out comes out comes back all wrong and evil with a bloodlust or whatever weird right. shit happens every time you get resurrected from and, that goddamn pool. And um, then she's like, I will find him. Where is he? He is in Gotham. Okay, where is Gotham? <laughs> ah. Anyway, sorry, this this AU is getting ahead of me. Um yeah. it's Poison Ivy and Harley Quinn are here. Mm-hmm. Um, the dynamic duo. The dynamic duo. They beat up Batman and yep. um Eventually, we cut to um, Janet in a cell um, in Arkham, and Batman is, like, thrown in, and um, Two-Face is like, well, you're the defendant now, you gotta, you gotta prove to us that Batman didn't make us. Mm-hmm. And, you know, it's a jury of not his peers. Um, <laughs> well, maybe they are his peers. Dun, dun, dun. Dun, dun, dun. Anyway. Anyway, so, you know, Batman is dragged into the courtroom. Courtroom in Scarecrow. Um, and Joker is the judge. Um, and the jury is just a bunch of uh, Batman's villains. And, um, you know, they all come to the stand one by one. And Janet is like, but didn't you actually become... The Hatter, because you were an abusive boyfriend. Mm. Um, and didn't Harley become Harley because Joker f- messed with her brains? Yep. And so on and so forth. Like, you know, and they, you know, the jury finds Batman not guilty of creation. Um, 
They are not the fathers. Yes, exactly. He is not the father. Exactly. Um, and, um, but then, you know, because they are criminals, they do try to kill Batman. Um, but, uh, Janet, um, has one of the Batarangs from her earlier encounter with Buttman and sort of throws it at the light. The light goes out, Batman, wham, boom, kapows a few people, (laughs) Joker shoots at his own men as per usual, um, and they escape, escape. Um, <laughs> Scarecrow tries to hit him with a scythe and fails. You oh dumb, straw-headed he man. <laughs> He's a doctor. You should you, know better. You dumb, straw-headed man. Yeah, like, I repeat. Yeah, he- he tries to use a scythe in a narrow hallway. I know. Obviously, he misses on the first strike because yep. it's Batman. Because it's know? Batman. And, but he gets yeah. stuck in the wall. <laughs> Idiot. <laughs> oh, God. Um, anyway, so he, yeah, uh, Batman, you know, does the whole cool, like, escaping through the ceiling. Um, and mm-hmm. uh, Inspector yep. Gordon shows up with his fellow... Um, cop men in very comfy sweaters um, and sort of like wrangle most of the other other uh, supervillains whereas uh, Joker is doing a circus act with Batman um, for a little bit and then da 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 beats him up Joker's back in Arkham again and at the end um, Janet's like yeah, I guess you didn't make them, but I'll still work for a city that doesn't need you. And Batman's all cool, like, in the shadows, like, so will I. And then just, like, backs away. John Cena, out of here. <laughs> John Cena, you can't see. <laughs> exactly. <laughs> there you oh, go. That was, a, yes. that was a very fast recap. <laughs> uh, Yeah, kind of. All right, Maria, what did you think of Trial? It was very good. It was a good episode. I mm-hmm. enjoyed it. Um, yeah. It was actually a very well-written episode, just in terms of, like, how they go about the whole story. It's not... It, they kind of, like, go around a little bit. It's not, like, a straight, like, this thing. It's a good... No. They set up the premise a little bit. They set up their, like, Chekhov's gun of, like, Janet being all, like... Batman created these and then, you know, proving herself wrong mm-hmm. in a weird, yeah. like, metaphorical trial of with herself mm-hmm. sort of later on. And then it's yeah. a good, it's a, it's a well-written, for yeah, a cartoon I, episode, it's a very well-written <laughs> episode, especially I, considering all the garbage we've watched. Well... I I guess I mean Janet is a pretty well written character I think yeah, yeah she's a she's never shown to be incompetent or dumb exactly or yeah anything they they definitely frame her as a very smart lady who just wants to do good do, yeah do good for Gotham and like and yeah she uh, she actually ends up saving Batman at that's one good. point that's good well twice I guess because she gets him off. She proves that he didn't do it. Yeah. So, so technically, she saves him twice yes. in the episode. So yeah. that's nice, you know. 
it's nice to see a woman character, especially in a 90s cartoon, who isn't just a prop. Yeah, no, and and again, like, even both other, like, I mean, Harley Quinn is supposed to be kind of weird and kind of a, a little bit, a little bit of a, you know, airhead, but, yes. like, even Poison Ivy is not, like, they, they're all, they, they make a plan, it's very well, like, executed, they're not dumb, you know what I mean? Like, they're not incapable, no, they're very capable, like... Um, yeah, I mean, Harley Quinn was a doctor, Poison Ivy was a botanist. Yeah. You know, <laughs> Two Face was a defense attorney, and the Joker. Uh... Yeah. He's just crazy. He's just crazy. Yeah. Yeah, he's kind of just crazy. <laughs> he's an artiste, if you will. He's an artiste. A violent one, but an artiste. A violent artiste. How very Jack Nicholson Joker. <laughs> I mean, it's, in all fairness, like, most of the male, um, uh, at least in this in this episode... Most of the male, like, villains don't actually do anything productive. Um, <laughs> except for, like, Two-Face, who's, who is a very right. shit defense attorney, by the way. Yeah, he um, really dropped the ball. Joker should get... Those were, like, some terrible, terrible arguments, and there's no cross-examination. Like, mm-hmm. I mean... Yeah, yeah. I can see I can see why Two Face is not a defense attorney anymore. Um, <laughs> uh, I, so I think though we do have to talk about the Paul Dini Bruce Tim sort of art style that they codified, mm-hmm. and we've talked about this before when we, when we talked about Justice League, which has a very 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 similar art style mm-hmm. to this one. Yeah. And I still don't really like the character's design. That's, well, yeah. Well, okay. I like the design-wise. I don't like the uniform designs that they have created where all the men look I pretty know, much exactly like the, the same. Yeah, and the women are yeah. exactly the same, like, body. Yeah, there's literally no difference. It's got, you got the, mm-hmm. the thin waist, sort of, yeah. Yeah, it's... The only time but, they break from that is with the female officer um when talking with it, the officer that's with um with like right. with Gordon because her face is very very markedly different from all the other faces like so like Poison Ivy and Janet's face and yeah, her all like sort of yeah and her portion her like body proportions are also like very different from the other right. two um, Yeah but she's the only one. I don't know why they put so much effort into her because she like <laughs> barely shows up in this episode. And I don't even know if she's like a recurring character or not. I I think she's a recurring character. Okay, then it would make sense. I think, but, but... I think she is a recurring character. Is that Renee Montoya? Maybe? I, oh, that. I don't uh, remember. I, yeah, that's like... Renee Montoya. Okay, yeah. That it, is... that it makes sense that they put that much effort. Because like, in this episode, she only shows up like twice. 
Um, right. yeah, and no. like very noticeably different looking, um, yeah. like facial features and you know body structure. Yes, um, it's proportioned very differently. All the women are sort of sort of small and slim. Slim, yeah. Even their like clothes are like built to facilitate that. Yes. With like Janet's like you know the skirt. And the blazer that's, like, tight in the middle. And then you got the bodysuits for Harley and, and um, mm-hmm. Poison Ivy. Yeah. Um, yeah. Also, not... the glowing red. <laughs> the lipstick. Yeah. It... it wasn't even just the lipstick, because in that shot, even Harley's, like, half red is, like, glowing. Mm-hmm. <laughs> it's... It wouldn't be a bad art style if it wasn't so uniform. Yeah. Like, it definitely probably saved money on character design work. Oh, definitely. I mean, other than, was it, was it Gator, right? Croc. Oh, Croc. There we go. Croc. He was the one with the noticeably different, like, male body structure, kind of. But it was mostly just like Kinda. enlarged and rounded yeah. a little bit. That's kind of yeah, it. Yeah, exactly. I think the one of the biggest difference was Hatter, Mad Hatter. He had a very rectangular yeah. structure to him. Yeah, yeah, yeah. And he had so he's got like the rectangular structure for his body, which works very well. And he's got sort of a, a very circular head on top, and then you continue sort of the rectangular, rectangular structure with, with the hat. hat. Yeah. yeah, yeah. That That's a sense. very good character design. I like that. Um, <laughs> uh, uh, God, what's his name? Scarecrow. Yes. Scarecrow also looks pretty noticeably different, I think. Not noticeably, but he's got like a weird, very different face. Yeah, he's, he's a bit wonkier. But then again, yeah, like Two Face, bit... Joker, Batman, all have oh, the, the, all same the same silhouette. Like... Yeah, and that's a. That's a problem with, like, character design. You can't, especially with Batman. If he didn't have like the ears, yeah, you wouldn't tell. You wouldn't be able to know he's Bat or the cape. Like, you couldn't tell he's Batman if you put him next to Two Face. Two Face, yeah. Like, oh yeah, because their facial structure too is like exactly the same. At least Joker's kind of has yeah. the weird like pointy chin situation. Yeah. Uh, pointy chin, pointy nose situation. Like those two yeah. would look exactly the same. Like if you put Bruce Wayne and Two Face, nobody would be able to tell a difference. No, no. There's there's minimal differences in shape and size, and like I, I don't want to criticize it, but it's just it it does it is a weakness I think in the show. I mean. Do you think so? I yeah. I mean, it does kind kind of get a little boring because like there's nothing visually interesting about those characters to like remember, right? No. Like, I mean, especially with Two Face and Batman now, like not uh, Batman slash Bruce Wayne, because they're also wearing the exact same colors in the in in the in the in this episode when like Bruce Wayne is like going to talk to Janet. Mm. And he's also wearing like white and black, and then he, mm. and then you have Two Face there, who's also wearing like white and black. Mm. Um, mm-hmm. 
yeah, it's not a good look. It's it's <laughs> very it's very similar. Which like I feel like they yeah. could give Two Face like a bit more pizzazz by like having him wear like a I don't know, like a green suit or something, right? Like other than the right. regular black and white, but Yeah, the colors are very muted and very Yeah which is deliberate, I think. Uh, yeah. Because bright wouldn't contrast well with the backgrounds. I get what you mean, but I even like a dark green. Oh, I guess a dark green wouldn't be too great because there's Hatter and Riddler. So yeah. like maybe like even they a dark blue a... would not be ivy. bad. Oh uh, yeah, poison ivy. But like even like a dark yeah. blue or like a brown maybe, yeah. would be really good. Right. Um, but yeah, I mean there there are the designs are definitely iconic, but they've been iterated on in better ways. Mm-hmm. I feel. Like, I just started watching The Batman, which is a different series of about a younger Bruce Wayne. Uh-huh. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Which has some really, really out there character designs that got it a lot of criticism. But looking back on it, they're actually really good. Mm-hmm. Like, Joker has... Joker's completely different. He's got huge yellow teeth. Crazy dreadlocks. <laughs> mm-hmm. 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 And he's got a straight jacket on. Yep. Sort of a very loose straight jacket on and very no shoes. Wacky. It's a very good design, I think. A lot of people criticize it as like Rastafarian Joker, but it's so it has so many elements that kind of fit with his character. It's got personality. Like it, it kind of yeah. like adds to the ambiance of Joker. You know, like mm-hmm. exactly. And it is. It also works with the animation style, which is a lot more fluid in the Batman than here, where they have actual fight scenes. And yeah, stuff. yeah. Oh, so it boy. creates an interesting design space where you have to, where they can do stuff with the character that you can't do with a sort of stiffer, sort of more buttoned-up Joker. Yeah, I, I had a good suit, you know, yeah. strip, like black and white. Yeah, that's not, that's not bad. So, but, so that's yeah. my big criticism. I mean, of and the Paul and like talking about like body, like sort of character design, like because I looked at screen caps of Batgirl and Catwoman as well, and they look exactly mm-hmm. the same. Like they just <laughs> added hair for Batgirl, and that's yeah. it. Like they look exactly the same. Mm-hmm. Um, I mean, if you told me Janet was actually Selena Kyle, I'd believe you because. <laughs> Like, I guess the black hair. She'd have to have black hair yeah, for Selena, yeah, but yeah. otherwise, if she just did it, I'd, I would say, yep, sure, that makes sense. Yep, that that's that's right. <laughs> that yep. checks. Yep. That checks out. Yeah, no, it's, it just, uh, I don't, I, I, I'm not a fan, honestly, and I don't like how they implemented it in Justice League either. Honestly. Yeah. Oh, yeah. Justice League, like, most of the women look exactly the same. Exactly. They, yeah, they all look exactly the, <laughs> the same. The only difference would be maybe their hair Which... and the way that they draw the hair and the color of their hair. And right. even, like, whenever they're all in costume, exactly the same. Mm-hmm. 
Yeah, exactly. Which is a shame because there are different sort of designs going on mm-hmm. in that show that are much more interesting. <laughs> but, you know, yeah. I hate criticizing it, though, because it's better than not having a style to it, you know? That's true. Yeah. I mean, I guess, like, again, in a money-saving standpoint, it's a much it's a much more budget-friendly oh, yeah. way to do it, right? Like, I mean... Yeah, it's great. I mean, if all of your animators and artists have a set thing that they can work off of, that yeah. saves so much time. Exactly. It's like, hey, we need a new character. Bam, bam, bam! There's his body. Now let's figure. Now let's let's you know, like add break out minor the details. details. Yeah, exactly. To exactly. Yeah, and we're done in a day. But there, I mean, you know. you know, character designs weren't the only sort of kind of wonky thing here. We did have some inconsistencies. <laughs> it's yeah. It's not a. There, there's a few like uh, continuity errors that the are here. Mouth and there. flaps. The mouth flaps don't always work. Yeah, when um, Harvey Dent is going into the cell with Janet to take her to the trial, he comes in and he starts talking, but his mouth doesn't move. Yep. It's... Also, there's the Batman's legs are tied, and then the next seat over is not tied, and he's just, like, standing there, and... They're... And the rest of the three of them in that shot are just frozen... Mm, oh yeah frozen there yeah (laughs) let's tackle the mouth flaps thing first because what happens in animation a lot and if you once you notice it you can't unnotice it yes is that a lot of times they'll have the actor they'll they'll write out a scene and they'll start animating it then they'll have the actors do the initial script read and then they'll tweak the dialogue but they can't really go back and tweak the animation especially like if they do it last minute yeah so it's just Which like, happens oh. a lot. It happens a lot in The Simpsons where they'll have a joke. Um, they'll have a joke here, but then they'll change their mind probably like pretty close to when it's going to air. Yeah. And so they'll just take they'll out just the take dialogue. Out the dialogue. And put in a new one, and it's so obvious once you see it. <laughs> once you see like the mouth flaps going crazy, and all he's saying is like, don't. <laughs> It, so I believe that what happened was that they just had Harvey coming into the cell and then start talking, but they realized that their monologue for him was too long. Yeah. So they just spliced it in to the beginning, even though it's You know what they could have done, done, though? What's that? Like, for something like that, if if they could have just had it so that, like, for the first little bit of dialogue, he's he's still in the shadow of the doorway... <sighs> Yeah, they probably could have done that, and it wouldn't have cost that much to fix that. But you, when you're working, you're, uh, they're yeah, probably no, not no. working. I just think like, that that is kind of an, that one would be a much easier fix than a lot of things because he's still because he is like half shrouded in the shadow anyway for a little bit. So they might yeah. as well just have it have him be like more in the shadow for a little bit longer and like mm-hmm. you know. But. Yeah, they probably got the animation from Korea. And then they they synced it up to the audio, which they had just recorded, and they're like, ah, shit, this doesn't work. And then they were like, you know what? We don't have time for this. Yeah. You either grab an animator to try and fix it from your own in-house, or you send it back to Korea to get them to fix it, which costs money. This is the easiest solution. 
Just like, yeah. just and let it be so that two <laughs> random nerds find it one day and bash you about it. Exactly. The leg tie thing, though, I think that's a script problem. Uh-huh. I think that's a script problem because if we're working with Korean animation, uh-huh. sometimes some stuff just does not translate to what you want. Okay. In a show. We, okay. we, in our first season, we watched The Adventures of Sonic the Hedgehog. Mm-hmm. And there was that bizarre scene with the bus. Yes. Which is shaped like a shark. Yes. And the door is open and a tongue comes out. Yes. And we we pretty, we pretty figured out that probably in the script, they were supposed to go into the mouth of the shark. But it wasn't clear to the Korean animators. So that's what they they sort of, you know, figured out what to do. They were just like, what is the script? What is this what, translation? What is I this, don't understand. Yeah. And the director just was asleep at the wheel <laughs> at that point. <laughs> yeah. So I think this is a script problem. I think they had it in the script that they tie bat. They just said they tie Batman up. Uh-huh. And then later on, when the Korean animators were animating this, they probably got to that. They they started with that shot of Batman in the cell, and they had him tie his legs up. Uh-huh. And then they realized when they got to the trial part that they, you know, they needed his legs to be freed for the when he struggles in the chair. Uh-huh. So... That's why that's there. That makes sense. I, I think the script probably did not specify how he was supposed to, you know, be tied up. Mm-hmm. Or the storyboards, if they had them. Because yeah, yeah. I, I don't know if they did, because it's teleplay. They must have had storyboards, right, Maria? Mm. But anyway. I'm too young to know that. I mean, I'm too young to know that either. Anyway. So I'm guessing it wasn't. They did not make it clear to the animators what it was supposed to be. So they just had to kind of like, they got to that part. They can't go back and just reanimate it. Yeah, That's obviously. Not how it works. So they were just like, you know what? <laughs> it's it's yeah, it's yeah. fine. It's fine. It's fine. It's fine. It's fine. It's fine. <laughs> it's fine. Unless it's like a huge error that they have to like scrub out. It's you just you just you just put your hands up in the air and be like, well, that's there for people to notice. But like other than that, though, other than those like kind of tiny errors, um, the animation was very fluid. Like it wasn't choppy. There's a lot of movement going on. You have like Mm -hmm. Harley Quinn doing weird flippity floppities and her like costume is all like floppy a little bit as compared to like you know uh, mm-hmm. poison ivy who's like very yes. streamlined tight outfit um yes. and then you have batman being all like flippity floppity cape twirling <laughs> shadow slinking yes and though we may uh criticize the designs the mouth the facial expressions are all really well done they're very well done yeah yeah, especially on harley she's very expressive and the joker yeah and and they're both kind of supposed to be whereas you have janet who's kind of like a little more uh controlled in her expressions she's not as Mm -hmm. like expressive 
Yes, but not inexpressive. Um, yeah, but she's not... Yeah, exactly. She's not inexpressive because, like, when she's in danger and stuff, she does have expressions on her face. She's not just, like, you know, mm. poker face the entire time. No, uh, she's, she's not an ice queen. Exactly. <laughs> and, which kind of, like, contrasting to, like, the people that Hatter has, like, um, under whatever influence who are walking around, like, deadpan, right? Like, <laughs> right. so, it's definitely range here. <laughs> mm-hmm. Yeah, no, it's it's really well done. The animation is really well done on the characters. They move a lot. You know, we're working with limited animation, but it's still... It's still, like, they, pretty well... Uh, like, pretty action-oriented, yeah. so... For, as, for an episode that really is just a lot of people kind of standing around... It is very dynamic. Mm-hmm. Yeah, in a yeah, lot of yeah. things, you have the, you even get a fight scene with uh, Batman, Harley, and Poison Ivy that is pretty fun. That's pretty fun, yeah. You know, and that's and that like nobody's kind of just sitting there in the courtroom, like something you know when um, Janet's talking about Poison Ivy blind or you know throwing acid in Two Face's face. Then we cut to him, do, and he's flipping his coin the yeah. whole time, and he's got this, you know, grumble, grumble, grumble expression on it. It's great. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Oof. No, yeah, the animation, though, you know, not not as fluid and uh, lively as a lot of modern cartoons. It still has a lot of personality. It does a lot with what it has, which probably is not too much. But it's enough for them to get away with a lot of cool stuff. Yeah, exactly. Well, again, yeah. like as as far as like an animated show that's that's on like a budget and a schedule goes, it, it it's mm-hmm. been it's very well well put together, like writing wise, sorry, story wise, and then animation wise. Um, mm-hmm. Like you got the cool like fight scene in the dark. You've mm-hmm. got like the very yes. dynamic like very fight fun. scene with. Uh, Poison Ivy, Harley Quinn, and Batman. Yes. Um, and oh, and you got the crazy Joker fight scene at the end with them on yes, the with the, string. Exactly. Yeah, with them like doing the weird. Which, that's which, that's gonna take coordination to figure out. Yeah, yeah. I I wonder like if they. I, I'm pretty sure they probably did the music after that whole thing came in animated, probably. right? Because like it was yeah. on beat, like everything. <laughs> That mute that score was so well done. I'm pretty sure they were just like, "All right, we're gonna start this, and you look at it, and you start playing whatever you think is right based on what's happening on the screen." And they went from whimsical to mm-hmm. to friggin' tense to whimsical again to. Uh, yeah, like thrill, mm. like ups and downs <laughs> and roller coaster rides to that entire orchestra score is yep. very well done. Yeah, it's contrasting to most cartoons which have a set sort of soundtrack that they use. Exactly, yeah. Where you know, if you know, if sometimes you'll bring in the, the sound guys to do a unique thing for an episode, mm-hmm. but mostly it's just like I mean, you can see it in SpongeBob a lot. They've got the stock music that they play. Yeah, um, yeah. The little ukulele that they got, which, you know, contrasts well to the show. But, yeah, they definitely, for this scene, I don't know if it uh, if they do it for the rest of the show. I think they have a lot of unique music I think, it. yeah, yeah, yeah. Oh, but, yeah, 100%. Yes, you're right. This They definitely showed the composer, the music guy, the... Uh, 
Oh God, who's the guy that did the rocket powers? Jack, Margaret. They they showed the Mark Mother's bow. <laughs> <laughs> the that that scene, and yes, they definitely had the orchestra play it too. Yeah, that action, to that to good. that scene exactly. They had the composer, you know, do the, the do the the thing with the stick. You mean the conductor? Whatever. <laughs> Which the is very impressive. Yeah, it was it's very well. It was very well mm-hmm. done. Good, good yeah. stuff right there. Yeah, all the music was good in it too. Like the theme song is iconic. Exactly. At this point, with both the animation in it and the just the soundtrack, the booming soundtrack, orchestral sounds that just yeah. keep building and building. It's great. Um, also, I loved, um, Harley Quinn's voice actor. Um, oh, yeah. She did uh, an amazing job. I loved it. Uh, what's her name? Arlene Sorkin. Oh, uh, mm-hmm. she did 10 out Which, of 10. Apparently, she was supposed to be just a random character and didn't have any personality, but, uh, Arlene Sorkin sort of added, like, all of Harley Quinn's mannerisms that's amazing. To the character. That's amazing. And so she's like half the reason that Harley is like who she is. Who she is. Uh-huh. Yeah. Sort of like adding that the, uh, crazy pizzazz into, into Harley. Mm-hmm. It's good stuff right there. It is good. Speaking of good stuff, the background of the show, Maria. Yeah, obviously. I'm not <laughs> thinking about any other. I'm trying to remember the backgrounds. Because a lot of it is very like dark. And it's it is very dark. It's very minimalist, but it's yeah. got the, it's got this style to it. They definitely didn't like pull back on the angles for the background shots. Like that is what mm. I definitely noticed. It was like there was a lot of different weird angles with yes. the backgrounds that really complemented the shots very well. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Um, you know, as opposed to um, Curse the Cowardly Dogs is. Uh, <laughs> crops generic crops in the background uh, <laughs> that episode they they made that episode on something man <laughs> they were on something if you say so come on there was an elephant selling automobile parts okay James. yeah that they is, were on that is something a good point. yeah that's a good point oh that was weird <laughs> That was so weird. But back back to Batman. Yes, back back to Batman. Yes. I really do like the backgrounds though. They're very yes, very dark, very minimalist, but mm-hmm. I it really fits the show and creates this very unique style. Dark ambiance. Dark, very dark, very angular ambiance. Yeah. I do miss the like grittiness of the pencil work. That that went into like hand hand drawn like backgrounds, because mm-hmm. like I love that like texture that like pencil texture. You, yes. Especially you see it on like the Batman like the light the Batman light. Oh that yes. Little bit you like especially see it there. Oh yeah yeah. Um, I just Definitely. I that's I don't know why, but that texture is just so pleasing to look at and i miss it because in digital like there really yeah. isn't unless you're specifically going for that hand-drawn look kind of like in Wait, um is. in hilda for example um but, but even in hilda it's not 
the same. Yeah, exactly. Yeah. No, yeah. Unfortunately, it's a lot cheaper to do digital inking than do actual, you know, literal paint. Well, yeah, exactly. Right. Literal paint and brush that you're using, though it, it does look better. It does look way better than digital. And digital animation is great. Digital animation lets us do so much more so much, with yeah. animation, but it does have its own weaknesses and flaws, and one of them is the backgrounds. Are... Unless you're going to shill out the money for uh-huh. it, uh... it's never going to look as good, and you're never going to shill out the money for it. Yeah, and there's something about just like hand-drawn backgrounds that is just, mm-hmm. I don't know, there's so much care that goes into it. I feel yes, no, um, it's an art form in and of itself. Yeah, because like I remember Goliath and their like backgrounds that were like all oh, hand yeah. done. It was gorgeous. Oh, God, the gargoyle backgrounds are so gorgeous. And like, um, frig, um, a couple <laughs> of the animes that we've watched that have like really mm. good background, mm-hmm. um. A place further than the universe, and also um, those had really good backgrounds. That is digital, though. Oh, they had digital. But, then uh, the other one. But those did have really, really good backgrounds. Or on Host yeah. Club, that's painted. Or on Host Club had pretty good ones. Um, the the one where we got really sad. Um, I forget the name. <laughs> oh, two year eternity. Two year eternity. Yep. Yeah, those one. are probably painted. Those, no, those, I'm pretty sure they were painted. At least digitally really painted. Yeah, so. yeah. Like they tried to get that like texture. Yes. Of of like hand drawn. Yeah, um, I'm sure it was done on a computer, but you know. You know that specific way. I mean, like you can it. you can get those textures because people try really hard to like encapsulate that aesthetic yeah. into digital art because there it is a style. Like it is mm-hmm. kind of the look that you get from it is very very iconic and typical. So you yeah. kind of want to emulate <laughs> it's that. It's very classic. You kind of want to emulate that sometimes, depending on the vibe that you're going for. Mm-hmm. So yep. Definitely. But uh, I just love that. It's just so pretty. No, yeah. It's definitely a thing. Uh, what what have we lost in the march of progress? Exactly. You know, sort of thing. Yeah. It's an unfortunate thing we have to sort of give up and just kind of wait for somebody to come along and put those, those beautiful hand-painted backgrounds back in. Which I'm sure, you know, something's going to come along. I mean, yeah, yeah, of course. Like, it's it's kind of, I like to look at it as more of, like, an expansion of, like, a toolkit, right? Because, mm-hmm. like, before you just had, like, you were limited to that, like, um, sort of time-consuming hand-drawn stuff. And now you're not, right? Yeah. So it, it opens up a lot of opportunities. It doesn't change, it doesn't mean that the old thing is gone. It's just like an expansion of your toolkit now, right? Like you can go for that if you have the money and the time to devote to something like that for a specific kind of aesthetic. You can definitely do that. It's not gone anywhere. Mm-hmm. um so Definitely. it'd be it's and and then again like the the sort of like emulation of it like copying that same gritty sort of texture from hand-drawn styles and trying to emulate that in digital work just because it streamlines the process right like it's yeah. easier to like 
you know, draw something on your computer and then plunk it down as a layer in, in an animating like software than it is to hand paint slash draw something, wait mm-hmm. for it to dry properly and yep. then scan it and then make sure all the scanning yeah. saturation stuff is properly done and you go through the photo mm-hmm. editing process of that and then plunking yep. it down into a layer somewhere. And that's not even talking about when you have a giant background. Exactly. You have to literally scan in the whole thing. So you have to get an industrial scanner. Yeah. And then you have to be, and that's a whole process. And then you can't make any to, changes because, like, if you nope. make it, uh, and if you make it in a digital program, you can have everything in different layers and you can make changes to it or mm-hmm. incorporate it into the design, uh, into the animation pro- process, which yep, you can't so. do with that. Once it's done, it's done. You better not want to do anything yep. else to it. Exactly. Um, so if you have a if you have a painted background, it has to go probably through like twelve different people to check it exactly to make sure, to make sure that it's all good. Whereas you know a digital thing, you probably have a crap ton of assets that you can pull from. Yeah, and know. then also like if you want to integrate something with the background, right? Because you remember the moss that mm-hmm. like moss or like leaf scene in uh, in Goliath where they like pluck like moss off of something. Mm-hmm. and it was very oh. seamless oh, like God, it'd be, be it's so, so hard. hard yeah and it's so much harder it would be so much easier to do that in in like digital if you had mm-hmm. that thing in a different layer and you could just yep. like have it be seamless into the animation process because yeah. all you have to do is put that layer and that's it mm-hmm. um but yeah anyway i don't know how i'm still seeing cartoons with like which door is the one that the criminal went through and it's the one that's like super bright and saturated compared to the other yeah yeah i'm still seeing that even in digital art today yeah which is so weird all right maria but the biggest Mm. question though yes is is the batman really not responsible for creating all these criminals I mean, see, I would say Batman is probably a symptom of of these people, but Bruce Wayne is. Mm, she put the wrong per. They put the wrong person exactly. on trial. They put the wrong interesting. Because I mean, mm. Bruce Wayne is a goddamn billionaire. He's got yep. his own giant corporation he could Mm -hmm. easily hire a shit ton of lobbyists to make life so much easier for everybody else in like yes council meetings and like um you know um in 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 like state in like state government and like municipal government and all of that to like genuinely push for things like i don't know proper health care in 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 gotham or you know mental health care yeah like mental health like support or something like that or i don't know i mean most of these people are far too far gone to be well yeah but they to like make sure that those no don't exist don't come up in the first place right like right preventative care preventative exactly Um, yeah but like again which is also kind of you know Bruce Wayne being as rich and powerful as he is is also a symptom of a bad system, right? Like he right. 
And he may not, he was born he was lucky enough to be born in a very rich family and is yes. not being a complete dick about it but that doesn't change the right. fact that like it and, isn't entirely uh, his responsibility to give the government money right it is the government's no. responsibility to make sure that they are you know yeah and we also have to realize that he is just one billionaire exactly. of probably dozens in gotham who will be fighting against Against all the good things that he wants to do exactly which is a sad reality of our whole world well i mean yeah i mean it it kind of comes down to like how there are a lot of corporations that like Mm -hmm. interact with each other and have pacts to ensure that certain legislations don't go through and certain legislations do and work together to like make sure it's favorable for everybody like they're not really pitted against each other in in the way Mm. that they may portray themselves to be um and though i guess probably batman's original mission was one of vengeance at this point it's all preventative exactly well at least it should be right yeah it's no it's no longer about destroying the criminal element it's about just sort of trying to fix this goddamn system we are living in exactly and again like i mean for like for example for harley's situation like her situation is that she's become so lonely right and that Mm -hmm. joker is the only person that she can really connect with like that is something Mm -hmm. that is also a symptom of a larger issue which is how like cities and well a like on a on a more like structural level of cities forcing people into like individual boxes that they can't get out of mm-hmm. in like yeah. you know large apartment buildings and skyscrapers and stuff like that those are you know scientifically shown to like create division amongst people you can't really build a community in those types of environments right. but also on a more like cultural level this like idea of individualism right like you know you, you right. take care of yourself, pull yourself up by your own bootstraps, do do your own thing, you know, you're yeah. only you can solve your problems, self-love and all that. And um, I think Batman probably at the beginning embodied that sort of individualist idea, but as he sort of grows, he, he stopped doing it alone. Exactly. And yeah. become more of a, a group. Well, adopted a bunch of kids anyway. (laughs) He adopted a bunch of kids. He joined the Justice League. Exactly. You know, he has accepted that he can't do it all alone. Well, reluctantly. Yes. Accepts that he can't individualistic. He can't bootstraps this. Exactly. Which probably comes from billionaire upbringing. Uh, Yeah. Like, again, you know. um, And if you fail, it's because you have a flaw in you that that's why you failed and not because like the system is sort of set up for you to fail. So, so, you know, like it's clear that these people are, while they may have their own like flaws going into it for like Mm -hmm. the, for the hatter trying to like being a misogynistic shit, uh, you know, mm. But again, a lot of that is very deep, has much deeper roots than just Batman and Bruce Wayne, you know. For for people like Harley, for people like Two-Face, for people like Poison Ivy, he wants to prevent the one bad day that comes about from this horrible world that turns them into monsters. Like it turned him into 
a monster. Exactly. But he can't do it all, you know? He can't fix everyone's problems. That's the thing, right? Like, he can't. And yeah. so so there needs to be a proper system to support mm. when somebody has a bad day that doesn't lead them into that situation. The, the, like, yeah. everybody has bad days, the difference being that, like... Some people have the support to get through that bad day without going sour, and other people are mm-hmm. neglected on those bad days, and they have the opportunity to go sour much more. It's right. kind of uh, this... There's actually this really interesting idea about, like, resilience, um, and resilience to something like trauma. Mm-hmm. And mm-hmm. people used to think, like, a, a lot of, you know, because you know, people went to war and stuff, right? And some people came back with much severe PTSD than other people did. And right. there's this question of like, okay, well, what is it in these people that that didn't get these traumas or as high, you know, as, as um, prolonged trauma or as chronic? Yeah. And a lot of the times, um, at least what we've come to understand it is, it's not just them inherently, it is also the support that they got afterwards that mm-hmm. determined how severe their like level of uh, the symptoms or the the um, maladaptations from trauma happened, yeah. right? So right. Exactly. it is the fact that these people did not have a system there to, to you know, come back to and, and think about or like to to um, sort of offset the bad day, right? Like offset that Mm -hmm. bad thing that leads them into this situation in the first place. Like if you have a proper support system, a proper um, uh, sort of care system, um, then you don't have those problems because even if you have a bad day, you have a friend to go to or a family to come back to who is there to sort of, you know, mm-hmm. offset that for you, right? Just as you would offset yeah. it for them when they have a bad day and so on. Exactly. But it is that, like, individual deconstruction of a community, everyone for themselves mentality mm-hmm. that then allows people to fall through those cracks and then create situ- create problems that then we have to deal with as a community, which we can't because we've already demolish that structure in the first place right i mean with harley like she's in she's in the city she's away from her family who are abusive jerks exactly and she has no she has nobody around her to help her with her problems but and she's you know she's at a very high stress job exactly yeah working in the premier lockup for superpowered weirdos Weird, exactly villains yeah and who who what do you think is gonna happen she's gonna be attracted to the one guy who gives her comfort and it was it unfortunately happened to be the joker well yeah i mean it's not like he has much to do because he's in a straitjacket in an asylum so right might as well just mess with this girl exactly yeah and then she becomes devoted to him and then there's that weird scene in Suicide Squad where they fall into the vat together that got cut from the theatrical release. Which was weird. I don't... Well, I mean, yeah. <laughs> there's that so much in that movie. trailer that, that is not in the whole movie. movie. It was a complete disaster. It was. Did you see it? 
I've seen it. Yeah, I've seen the movie. Okay. Yeah, yeah I've seen it. I, I saw think it in I saw it. I don't think I. I don't know if I saw it in theaters. I think I saw it on a plane. Uh. Mm-hmm. So okay, I saw it in theaters, uh-huh. and I loved it, but only because the previous DC movie I had watched was Batman v Superman. That's fair. Which literally made me depressed. Yeah. Have you seen the new Suicide? Is that already out? I did. It's good. It's good, right? Yeah. It's good. It is really good, honestly. I haven't seen that one. It's a Um, a very good movie. James Gunn knocked it out of the park with that one. Good for him. Um, Yeah, everybody's great in it. I mean, you know, uh, Margot Robbie is fantastic. Yeah, Margot Robbie was really good, She's fantastic. She fucking... She she did a great job. Um, it's great that she got material that was good. I know, like for what, like I mean, she did a great job with the Harley and like the earlier Suicide Squad, but also like kind of yeah, just, you know, it, she did the best that she, she could with the material she was given. And, and again, like she really did a really good job because she is literally the only person I remember from the movie um, in Suicide Squad. Like, what, you a... don't remember El Diablo Killer Croc? You don't remember... You don't do anything. You don't remember um, uh, Katana? For a second, oh, God. because she was very cool, but, you know. Oh, God, remember Katana's introduction where she just jumps onto the helicopter and, what is his name? Randall Flagg, that's it. Randall Flagg is like, this is Katana. Her sword is possessed by by her dead husband. If she hits you with it, she absorbs your soul into it. I wouldn't mess with her if I were you. All right, introduction over. Let's keep going with this movie. That movie is such a train wreck. It is such a train wreck. It's like... Oh my god, you have so many characters, and you do justice to just not even one, really. So what's interesting is that it's kind of based on the first volume of the uh, Suicide Squad reboot, which I read. Okay. And is a... (laughs) And is a very similar story, and they're both kind of terrible. (laughs) I see. Way back in 2011 or something when that came out with Harley Quinn's... That's what introduced Harley Quinn's new look. Ah, okay, okay. From the jester to the... I've come to accept it. It's actually a pretty good design now. It's not... Like, it's not bad. It's... Is it the, is it the same it's, one that they use in the, the movie? It's the pigtails. Yes, pigtails. it is. Yeah, yeah, yes. yeah, yeah. Yeah, it is pretty... Well, it's not the same as the... T- <laughs> from the movie because she has all those stupid tattoos on her oh my god <laughs> but it is a very similar design yes i like but, yeah it's not I, a bad look it's just very clearly fan servicey it's a little fan service it's yes. very it's, it's a little and movie, also yeah. like a lot of the scenes in that movie was was very specifically oh made for that and i was not <laughs> having a good time yes. because i was like Dick clothes you off in did front of everybody. Such a good job, but I don't know how you did that scene and not want to punch every man in that room <laughs> for making you do that. Yeah. Yeah. Agreed. No, she's much better in the next than the other suicides. Uh, I haven't seen Birds of Prey yet. But I, I want to see Birds really of Prey. Good. People enjoy we it. Should. We should at watch least, it together, Maria. At least yes, we should do that. At least 
I think the crowd that that movie was made for, which was I th- mostly women, really enjoyed it. Right. The men did not, from what I've seen. Yeah, and probably, <laughs> yeah. I mean, Huntress uh, is in God. it, and I've always loved Huntress, so I'm, I'm mm-hmm. love to watch it. Mm-hmm. But anyway, back to yes. the, the the Batman. Batman. We're, yeah, we're. I think we're done. I think we've we've Ye- talked. Yeah. Oh, we should probably do an update on the um, Bender story because we talked about that last time. Oh and we have yes. Have an update for it. Bender's back, baby. They're paying Woo! DiMaggio. Workers' rights. Hell yeah. Honestly, if DiMaggio can't get what he wants, nobody can get what they want. Yeah, that's true. I mean, he's like one of the most iconic voice actors in in animation right now. He's done so many. He's done Bender, instant classic. Instant classic. Jake the dog, instant Instant classic. classic. The king from Disenchantment. Jury's out, but pretty classic. (laughs) I like it. He's good. John DiMaggio is great in that show. Yeah, but also yeah, other things. <laughs> I know he's done other things, but I can't remember. Yeah, off the top uh, of my head. plenty of other things. Again, yes. like good, good for him. Good, Honestly, good raising him, yes. the bar for everybody else. I mean, in all fairness, like nobody was going to go take try to take DiMaggio's face as. Not face place, um, oh, like yeah, it would be career like, suicide. I feel like it would. You're a scab. You are a scab, and yeah, you are you going to get be, blacklisted. You would be blacklisted so quickly if you took that job. Um, mm-hmm. If you didn't go up to that I mean, to that audition, like, and just waste their time with the worst audition you could probably do. Yeah, basically. I mean. I mean, look what happened to the Powerpuff Girls reboot. The the women that played the Powerpuff Girls. What happened? Well, they well they didn't even ask the original voice actors to come back. Oh. Like they didn't damn. even tell them like, hey, we we want to go in a new direction, so we're gonna get some fresh young talent to do it. Just you know, radio silence. That's shitty. And that is are, so shitty. And they're like, you know, established voice actresses, mm-hmm. actors in the business. So, you know, I, I mean, iconic. yeah, the, the iconic, yeah, bubbles, iconic. amazing. Anybody who can squeal like that, <laughs> mm. oh classic. Yeah, but they did, they did not get treated well by the press and the people, and <sighs> which you know that shouldn't be their fault. You should yell at. Freaking Cartoon Network. Oh, one hundred percent. Yeah, not, yeah, yeah. Not I the mean, damn not, voice don't actors. Don't blame the voice actors. Who yeah. had no, you know, they had no idea what the hell was going on. Yeah, you know? of course not. But you know, they got screwed by the company. Stupid. They, they got thrown to the wolves. Stupid. Zero With out of no ten. No support. Zero yeah. out of ten. Yeah, I mean, the freaking. If you wanted to build the bridge back, bring back the voice actors from some you know pointless role and you know have them be like hey you know we patched it yeah it's just stupid anyway glad for john dimaggio yeah looking forward to the new season yeah i guess yeah i guess we're doing this i i okay so we're doing this very yeah we're doing a third re you know uh, revival revival a third time i thought we were kind of done with that but sure you know 
I I'm genuinely down. like it's amazing how they're doing another one. <laughs> yeah, it's weird. <laughs> it's weird. Disenchantment's great though. I watched the new season. I haven't seen the new. I haven't seen. I think the last two seasons. That show is. <laughs> crazy it has no direction <laughs> there's no direction in that it just goes i do i do love it though i, I do. do i feel like we do this every time we bring up disenchantment <laughs> we talk about it and and it's just it's the Whoa. same thing but it's i i know why you like it though because it's very like simpsonsy and it's also it's very, very chill it's very chill there's no like no like crazy up and downs happening it's it's like no every couple episodes yeah every couple episodes things kind of return to the status quo and then the status quo gets destroyed and then they rebuild the status quo and then it gets flipped over again. I'm telling you, it's like a D&D party who's like decided to do all the random side quests as they go oh through their God. main main story arc. Like it is literally yeah, that. Kinda. It's literally that. They went to hell for some reason for a little bit. Yeah, yeah. And this new season, the first episode sets up a whole big thing never brought up again through the whole thing <laughs> until the end which it's not resolved by the end of the season yeah it's like that the the i i saw up until that one time where this like um good looking like dude comes in in the like hot air balloon thing and oh, takes yes. takes uh, uh, bean, bean and and the rest of them and they're going somewhere and like midway through he like double crosses her or something like yeah. that and and it's just like what is going on <laughs> uh i do think they're wrapping up though because i think a lot of plot points have been sort of closed in this last season so maybe season five it's is like the last one they, they, they're doing like an embroidery but they're skipping like 80 stitches to like oh then get to the actual like line it's <laughs> They do do just weird random episodes. There's just so much <laughs> random side episodes happening all the time, mostly because like Bean mm. got drunk or <laughs> Bean got drunk. Alpha walked somewhere he should. <laughs> yeah. Um, or Lucy pissed off somebody. Yeah, or like her dad, uh, the king, like dad. meets a bear lady sometime, <laughs> and they have glorious, glorious sex in the in the forest. Like, <laughs> what episode. is going on? <laughs> Great episode. Love. Oh uh, god. It's a good show. That's it a good show. show. I really do think it's a uh another another success on Matt Groening's belt. It's it's good. It genuinely is. It's just you gotta like put your brain away when you're watching it. There's no <laughs> You kinda do. You just put like, your brain away. Which everything's honestly, gonna wrap up. It's you don't have to worry yeah, about it. Yeah, honestly is is kind of the vibe that most people want anyway in the current situation. When you go watch TV, you don't want hard hitting stuff. You want yeah. your brain to be tickled a little bit and that's it. That's it. Yeah, exactly. And it's you know, there's some there's some heavy stuff, but not too heavy. Not too there's heavy. Some, there's some lighthearted stuff, but not too lighthearted. Exactly. You know, it's all just a good medium tone, but in the best possible way, not just like a. It's not bland. It's not bland. Yeah, yeah, yeah. it's like a good sort of like proper sort of ups and downs, not like yeah. peaking up and then peaking down. Oh God, yeah, I couldn't deal with that. I can't I either. Like, it I was... want to. I want to watch Arcane. 
but I know that that uh, thing's gonna like yeah. bring out so many emotions of like awe and sadness and just exactly. hurt and gut punches after gut punches, and I'm not yeah. I'm not mentally Dude. able to do this. Yeah, it's not gonna <laughs> let up for even a second. Yeah, it's gonna. It's I watched gonna... the first couple seconds of it, and I was just like, beautiful. Oh, oof. Already, Oof. I'm exhausted. Already, I can't. Already, I'm exhausted. Already, yeah, I can't. exactly. Already, I'm exhausted. I can't. It's because we do don't it. have like. It's because we don't. It's because like every day is so exhausting. So you can't sit and enjoy like a good, yeah. like gut wrenching thing because everything ev- all the time is like, mm-hmm. like at exactly. at a hundred. So you're like, can we f- can we de escalate for a goddamn yeah, can minute? We just- can we just watch a fun show about a fantasy land that doesn't make any sense, but it eventually does, and then there's a lot of drinking and sex jokes, and it's great. Exactly. <laughs> ten out Bonus of ten. review of Disenchant. <laughs> All right, anyway, we should wrap up. Now. Yes. Good show. Not Disenchant, we're talking about Batman. Batman's uh, a good show. Good well, Disenchant's a good show. I mean, yes, but like, I, I mean, like. Oh, yeah, Batman. Good yes, show. Yes, th- this Go one we were it. talking about earlier. Great uh, show. You know, mild criticisms of it, but still. You really, know, it's the really same, good. like, it's the same trade criticisms. <laughs> yeah, basically. <laughs> but good show. Go mm-hmm. watch it. Get Go you Get your dose of Batman. Yes. A good Batman. Good Batman, exactly. A good Batman. Yeah. After having kind of crappy Batman for yeah. one. Yeah. Oh, and I guess the new Batman's also good too. Yes. I apparently. I ain't going to the theater for that. <laughs> no, zero out of ten for theaters, yeah. yeah. I'm sorry, I hate theaters. That's yeah. fair. That's fair. Lots of people. How many butts have been on those seats? It's just oh, not a good time all no, around. I so I need to bring wet wipes or just a giant tub of uh disinfectant hand sanitizer yeah so anyway yeah all right okay bye bye